Welcome to The Speculum, a podcast that opens up dialogue around women's intimate health. We discuss topics ranging from puberty to postmenopause. We want women to be comfortable and confident as they navigate life's changes. Today, we're talking about vaginal discharge. I'm Cindy Trexler. And I'm Elise Maxwell. We are two lady friends with diverse backgrounds. We're here to talk about issues unique to women in a frank, honest, and hopefully helpful way. You know that sticky goo that you often find in your undies if you're a woman? Well, that is the topic of today's episode, discharge. What is it? Why do we have it? And when is it abnormal? In today's episode, we'll first talk about our experience with discharge. We'll then dive into a few articles that we found. And lastly, we'll end with um, a conversation with a women's health practitioner. Nobody ever talked about discharge to me, ever. So I think the first time that I noticed anything was probably right before I started my psych. I was so young and I didn't know what it was. I, I did see the more clear mucusy, and then it went from that to spotting like, you know, signs that my period was going to start. So that was the first time. And it was, it was really foreign to me because I was so young. They hadn't had that conversation with me. I didn't know what my body was doing. It was almost scary. And I guess every time after that, that I've ever noticed anything outside of my just normal menstrual cycle was probably the first yeast infection. And that happened when I was pregnant. I didn't have like the itching with it, but there was discharge with odor. And I was like, so what is this? I thought something was like wrong with, you know, I'm I'm pregnant and it's like, what do you do with this? And so I ran to the doctor, of course, and said, oh, don't worry. It's just, it'll be okay. And so she put me on medication and never had another issue until the next yeast infection, which was maybe about four years after my son. And then that time it was the discharge, no real odor, but itching, the itching, the insane itching. Do you get discharged just like regularly? Yes. Okay. So did this seem like a different, was it a different color or a different thickness or? For the yeast infection? Yeah. Yeah. The yeast infection, it definitely, I, I think it's just more... This white, kind of chunky looking, like it was gross. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, what is this? Yeah. You know, and and I think that in each time, wow, something's wrong. You know, and and when you're when you're sexually active, the first thing, if it's new to you, is he gave me something. Who is this person? Especially if when you're young and you're not using protection like you should have or anything like that, that's scary. Yeah, because um, it can't. I mean discharge can change if you do have an like a an STI yes um so that is that I mean if you do notice that your discharge has changed quite a bit you should go see a doctor because it could be a yeast infection or it could be I think chlamydia and gonorrhea will give you different looking discharge yes I I also remember similar to getting my period no one talked about discharge and I still to this day no one's really talked about it to me in any way like my doctors never asked me about it 
but I was kind of freaked out by it because I was like, what is, why all of a sudden do I have like goo like that comes out all the time? The way I actually found out about discharge was actually from a friend. Her mom actually told her what it was. And so from then on, like it's just been a regular occurrence. I don't think men know that women just always have this like liquid jelly stuff. I don't think they do. I don't like, think they know and I don't think they want to know. <laughs> I think that men, men are told, I have several brothers, so men are told something very different about discharge and and what they should be paying attention to. And they're told by their friends, not by anybody of any like medical. Like with any knowledge. No, yeah, no. So they get told by their friends. And what I've heard from them is you pay attention to it, it, particularly odor. They pay attention to that because they say it's a sign that she might have an, an STI. So they, and they don't understand. They, men barely, I mean, getting a man to buy you any sanitary products, it might be a, a chore, yeah. um, much less to have him talk to you about what goes on with your body prior to mincing, while you're mincing. And then for all of us trying to understand what what this is and why it's there and women don't talk about it women talk about the period they don't talk about anything related to it and it's a very natural part of our process every single month you go through it and you do need to learn what is normal and what isn't because if it's itching if there's pain when you urinate if there's pain during sex if there's any of those things and you're seeing this you know there's there's times where you got to go into the doctor and I think that women suffer these things quietly and they're scared. Especially if if no one's talked about discharge and you don't know that your friends have just like a level of discharge that comes out normally. Not knowing what's normal and what isn't normal can cause a lot of anxiety and embarrassment. So just in terms of having dirty underwear around, if someone sees, oh, there's like white stain in my underwear. Mm-hmm. And not if you don't know that other people are going through that and you're just kind of silent about it, it can be a source of anxiety and embarrassment. And you don't have to be embarrassed about it because everyone has discharge. <laughs> Every woman has discharge. Yeah. It's really one of those things that it's personal. You don't have to go around announcing it, yeah. but <laughs> my discharge was normal. In terms of being a healthy woman, it really is part of that overall structure um, of understanding what balance is. And thinking about what's normal and what's not normal, we took a look at three articles. One from the U.S. National Library of Medicine, one from the British Medical Journal, and one from the Palo Alto Medical Foundation. We wanted to take a look at, you know, what's normal, what's not normal, what to expect with discharge. So in looking at the first article from the U.S. National Library of Medicine, they went over a few of the causes um, that can kind of make your discharge more or less that are just natural processes. Uh, Those included feeling stressed. I mean, knowing that now, I'm like, okay, that makes sense. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Uh, Ovulation. So during uh, your cycle, you might have times where you you produce more discharge. If you're pregnant, that can change your discharge. And then also sexual excitement. So your body has natural ways to lubricate itself, and that can then... Uh, cause more discharge. Cindy mentioned this earlier, but we'll list off just a few of uh, the symptoms that you might have that are an actual problem and you should go see a doctor. So if you have a sudden a sudden change 
if you're itching. So change could be color, thickness. It could be, it, and it will be like, you know, the color will change. So I think it said something about sometimes there's brown yeah. or gray. If it's abnormal for you, go to the doctor as soon as you feel it's become abnormal. Or if you have burning when you urinate, you know, that's a real common, you urinary tract infections are, if you're a woman, you'll probably have at least one or 10 or however many. <laughs> some people have them, some people get them every time every they have time. sex. Yeah. Some people are prone to them. Or if you see any blisters or sores um, on your vagina or vulva, please. I mean, all of these things are times when you just should just run to the doctor. It's it, because the doctor knows. And that's the other thing. I think that the doctors aren't going to judge you. They're going to treat you. Yeah. They're going to f- tell you what it is. You'll know from that point on and then you'll get treatment and you'll most likely in most cases they have something to help you. And if your doctor makes you feel or your health practitioner does make you feel ashamed or embarrassed, get a new doctor. Definitely. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Because you should feel comfortable going to them when you feel uncomfortable. Right. One of the other articles gave some interesting numbers for how much you might see so that we can kind of gauge, you know, Roughly, yeah, I'm about this much discharge and you can have a sense of what to be looking for. So during ovulation, there's a lot of mucus that's produced and it can be up to 30 times more than after ovulation. Mm -hmm. So that's a big change. 30 times more is a big change. Um, And this typically is the watery, elastic type of discharge that you'll see due to ovulation. Normal vaginal discharge consists of about a teaspoon a day. So that's, you know, that's not a tiny amount. You're going to see that in your underwear, a teaspoon. And that tends to be transparent. It can be thick. It it ranges in um, viscousness. And then it typically is odorless. If you start to see, smell that odor, that's a sign that potentially you should go see a a doctor. Doctors, if you have, if you're coming to them with discomfort, they might ask you what it looks like. But there really wasn't a lot of information or discussion around discharge or around like how to talk to your daughter about discharge, or there wasn't a lot of information about discharge. I think it's like not talked about. I think it's not talked about because I think the gross out factor for most people is present. I, I think that even somebody who's open, as a parent, I have a son, so I didn't have to go through the whole conversation, but even in talking to him about his maturation process, the conversation is tough for parents. It just is. It doesn't matter how progressive you are. It doesn't matter how open-minded. It doesn't matter how close you are to your child. These are conversations that are just going to be hard for you. And I think that if you acknowledge their difficulty and just, especially woman to woman, if you're talking, even if it's a niece or a cousin or somebody, woman to woman, if you are open and let them know that this is normal and it happens to me too. It, it humanizes you to them yes. and it allows them to have a resource that's not a peer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to uh, say, and then, and then, you know, you're, you're building a confidence between them. And if something is off in that niece, your daughter, your cousin, they may come to you and they may get help sooner because if it's something serious and if it is a STI, you could be compromising your reproductive health and um, you could be spreading uh, it to to your partner. Yeah, so definitely let them know that you have discharge, and everyone has discharge. Yes. Every uh, woman uh, 
women have discharge, let them know so that they do, as Cindy said, feel comfortable coming to you when things do change. The last thing I will say about the article, because I found this to be really interesting, in one of the articles, I think it was from the Palo Alto Medical Foundation, they talked about how it's formed. And it's actually normal bacteria, the cells, the vaginal cells really give off, um, and the bacteria give off fluids. And so it's coming from your cells, it's coming from the bacteria, they're um, secreting fluids and that's what discharges. And as we said, it, it varies throughout uh, ovulation, through hormones, the use of birth control, that can all change it, but it's really coming from those vaginal cells um, giving off fluid. I thought that was interesting. Um, I did too. I thought, <laughs> I thought in particularly the whole ovulation thing because through my life, I, I when I read the whole ovulation, I was like, wow. So that's why. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was like a ding, ding, ding moment. I, I never knew why that happened. Yeah. But, and, and it's amazing how your body naturally gives you signs, just like your sex drive may increase when you're ovulating. So too, apparently, do you have physical signs Yeah. that ovulation is there? And it's amazing that, our, our, that na- we naturally get this and we don't know it. Yeah. We just are going through our day and we're like, what is going on? And yeah. And you think that, oh, well, whatever. It's just me being a woman. And, and, and it's really your body communicating that you're that you're going to have that you're ready to have babies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I used to think that it was actually part of the buildup that happens in your uterus that the baby yeah. lives on. But I, it seems like it's separate. It's not right. part of that. Right. It's not part of those fluids. It's really its own separate entity yes yes because that's I mean I thought it was just kind of seeping out of my cervix as part of that but I'm but it's not no <laughs> it's, it's not according to this not article to this. that's yeah. right that's right these articles were informative but there seems like there could be a lot more information available about discharge don't be ashamed to say what's going on with your body I think that's kind of the key here even though they don't have a lot of information I think the information is there they're saying hey you're not by yourself yeah. Every woman is experiencing this and it's perfectly normal. So next we'll hear from a women's health practitioner about discharge. Specifically, we'll talk about what healthy discharge looks like, when a woman should be worried about discharge, how it typically changes with age, and then also what a woman can do to reduce discharge. Are there things in the diet that can create more discharge? So those are a couple of the questions we'll ask the women health practitioner and that's up next. So we are lucky to have Missy Safner, um, who's a nurse midwife with a PhD in women's health, joining us today to talk about discharge. Hi, Missy. Hi, Elise. It's great to be here today. Thanks. What does healthy discharge look like? Well, healthy discharge varies based on a lot of different factors. One, we always have to remember that each woman is unique and different, so um, her discharge is going to be a little bit different than the discharge of the person sitting next to her. Um, But it does change based on her age and um, where she is in her menstrual cycle, if she is menstruating. It can range from thin to thick, um, clear, watery, and it can be tacky um, and or stretchy. It's important to know that normal discharge contains vaginal skin, cells, bacteria, mucus, and fluid produced by, by the vagina and cervix. So vaginal discharge is a composition of quite a few different pieces. Um, so young women 
um, meaning those who haven't hit menopause yet. Um, so, you know, you're looking at 50 and unders, typically premenopausal. They generally have about one half to about one teaspoon of um, white, clear, um, mucus-like, odorless vaginal discharge every day. This is actually, you know, when we think about how much a half of a teaspoon to a full teaspoon is, that can be quite significant. So it's really important to to kind of think in the back of our heads, wow, vaginal discharge is normal. And having, you know, a little bit each time I wipe or maybe present in my underwear actually isn't necessarily abnormal. It really will vary from one woman to the next. So it's good to know what your normal is so that you can assess for changes in that may be abnormal. Vaginal discharge usually increases right before ovulation and it becomes clear and stretchy during ovulation. And women who are pregnant or are using birth control pills, um, patches or rings may notice um, increases in vaginal discharge as well. When should women be worried about their discharge? If the discharge is accompanied by irritating symptoms, then this should signal that an infection may be present. So women who notice that their discharge has turned to a green or yellow, has become white um, and clumpy where it was normally thin and clear, or if they note an abnormal odor. And a lot of times the odor that women mention is a fishy odor, and they may notice that it's worse after intercourse. Um, if the symptoms include itching, burning, or any other discomfort that's in the genital or pelvic region, they really should consult their healthcare provider. Um, and you mentioned that um, you mentioned what discharge looks like um, for premenopausal women. So how does it change with age? How what happens when you do become menopausal? Well, again, it varies for each individual woman, and certainly we do see women who are menopausal who are still experiencing symptoms of yeast infections and bacterial infections. But vaginal tissue does change as, as women age, as does the menstrual cycle. It ceases to exist. So as those estrogen levels decrease, um, women don't experience the same cyclical effects from the menstrual cycle. So we don't see that change from a lot right around ovulation to a little right before um, to very little discharge or no discharge right during the menstrual um, the period about to start. So generally we see less discharge, but women can still irritate the genitals. They can still um, get bacterial vaginosis. They can certainly still have yeast infections and there can still be other forms of irritation that cause um, symptoms and changes for the woman. So um, again, it's really important to know what your normal is as you approach menopause and then transition into menopause and then base um, any changes to that normal um, to decide if you need to seek healthcare provider assistance. Uh, is, so is there anything a woman can do to reduce the discharge she has on a regular basis? So not abnormal discharge, just is there a way that a woman can, is there foods or anything that someone can eat to have less discharge? Well, there's, you know, the jury's still out on, um, on ways to reduce discharge. Uh, for women who are experiencing a lot of uh, vaginal infections, certainly like yeast infections, certainly there's been recommendations to decrease sugar intake as they may help. Um, we know that some women are more prone to, um, to increase vaginal discharge, and these women are women who are pregnant, as I mentioned, um, women who are using birth control, different forms of estrogen-containing birth control, um, and certainly women who have some chronic conditions like diabetes. 
it's really important to remember that discharge is normal. I mean, we have to fluff off those skin cells. We, you know, we, we can't stop our um, cervix and our vagina from producing fluid, and we don't want to stop it from producing fluid. Um, and so it is a natural, normal, healthy process. And one thing I, I also want to add is that it is normal for some dis for discharge to have a mild odor. Um, meaning, you know, I, I do see women in the clinic who will say, you know, my my partner said that it just smells down there. And then I go in and do an exam and it's just a normal vagina. And so what I would say is that one, don't let ever anyone ever tell you that you smell down there because that's just not a nice, pleasant thing to say to anyone. And two, it is normal to have an odor. You are wearing clothes, you're walking around, you're sweating. So it's not gonna smell like peaches and roses all day. And, and that's normal. It's when it becomes a strong odor or it changes the odor that you would want to be cautious and seek um, professional care. Thank you so much for sharing that information with us. Um, there's a lot of misconceptions about vaginal discharge and you really helped provide some clarity. Um, so thank you so much for joining us today and we're excited to have you back um, in a few weeks. Thanks for having me. Great to be here. Thank you so much for joining this week's episode. If you have questions for us, please tweet at Ova Woman. That's O-V-A-W-O-M-A-N. We'll respond to your questions and maybe even feature some of your questions on our next episode. To access past and future episodes of this podcast, visit OvaWoman.com. This podcast is produced by Ova Woman a woman's intimate health company that aggregates products that support women in feeling comfortable and confident. Check us out at ovalwoman.com. Thank you. Thank you.